Are you guys ready up there? Alright. Alright, quiet on the set. To another episode of Adventures in Movies. My name is Nathaniel. Wait, hold on. My name is Danny, and I am not a movie editor here at AAPT. Uh, I am a co-host for Adventures in Movies. So, and here with me today is Blake. How are you, Blake? Correct. I'm doing great, man. Staring at the beautiful, uh, let's see, western-facing uh, side of the Franklin Mountains out my window. And we're having a good day, man. How about you? Uh, having a really good day. I'm. I'm taking a little break <laughs> from <laughs> watercoloring. <laughs> oh man, that stuff's looking good, dude. It's Thank you. Really Thank good, yeah. Thank you um, so everybody much. should go check that stuff out on your on your Twitters. We'll get into that later. Your, yes. Your Twitter yes. Is, but yeah. Uh, Nathaniel today is out on assignments. Um, you know, Bermuda. I, uh, I think he kidnapped yeah. a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Take lots of baby pictures. I, I take that back. He's not out on assignment. He is. He out it. <laughs> He's, He's filming ran- Ransom 2. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I really enjoyed that Ransom. I really I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, you nice. know what? I, I call that a Gary Sinise joint. Why is that? Isn't he the isn't he the bad guy in the in, in Ransom? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was because he had to be like he was directing <laughs> <or> something. <laughs> You're like, uh <laughs> I was like, oh, why is that? Tell me more, please. I didn't uh, know about that. Show's <laughs> uh, so, already going start. off. Yeah. Yes. We're off to a great start today. <laughs> so you know what? We're actually gonna uh, we're we're trying to do this without Nathaniel or Nate or Pat. Yeah. I'm not really sure what to call him outside of this anymore. Pod Daddy. Pod Daddy. Pod Daddy. He is a Pod Daddy. <laughs> He's mm. a Pod Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have a, a flow of things, and he usually keeps us um, grounded, uh, I guess. Track, yes. On track, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm nothing like that, so being <laughs> lunatics a... running the asylum. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go with some news today, and we're, I'm yes. just gonna name out all the segments because it makes things easier for. <laughs> Pat can throw in some really great segment <laughs> switches later, and it'll it'll be really smooth. His final yeah. touches will be on this episode, no matter what. Just so, like that, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So there is some news, and uh, it's kind of hilarious. Uh, I don't. I really. I don't want to speak too much about this movie because I haven't seen it. But Glenn Danzig, of Danzig Glenn fame, Dan- Glenn of Danzig fame, <laughs> uh, <laughs> formerly of the Misfits, I guess, right? Um, yeah. But uh, uh, you know, he's a. It, He's a musician and he's got songs and he's a fa- he fancies himself a horror movie director, I guess, or creator uh, now. And he has made an anthology horror movie. And uh, the only the only real headlines I saw about it were uh, Glenn, Glenn Danzig makes uh, anthology horror movie that rivals The Room for being <laughs> bad. <laughs> so Do I you think know the name we of have to see this. Like? No, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like I'm actually searching it for right now, and I don't know. Like I've it, so 
me and you, we go back like watching like terrible movies. Like that is our our forte. And when you you put this on the rundown, I was like, well, first of all, I have to check this out. And it's also like, oh no, why did you do this type of thing? <laughs> but the movie is called Virotica. Virotica. V. Yeah, I don't know. It comes out uh, next week on a Wednesday, apparently. Or it's screening in Los Angeles, yeah. So, you know. Oh, you know, well, I hope he did the soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) Mother. It's all mother. Twist of Cain. (laughs) It's got to have a Twist of Cain reference in in the movie, for sure. But uh, I just thought it was hilarious that uh, that was actually in the news at all. Uh, Glenn Danzig gets beat up a lot. uh, You know, kind of He's kind of a doofus. But, uh, uh, yeah, everybody, I guess, keep your eyes peeled for that. <laughs> so, make sure you so see him. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to make a terrible dancing joke. But make sure when you see him, you punch him, too. <laughs> I was wondering if somebody was going to make a, a reference to him getting knocked out. Well, I was going to say, like, you said, like, music fame. And I was like, oh, you know, also, of like, viral mu- like viral video fame, like, getting punched out. That's another thing. We're getting, we're getting knocked out by a guy with a whole lot of back hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of people that could probably punch Glenn Danzig, or maybe not, I don't know, he's too much of a nice guy. Keanu yes. Reeves, our yes. boy, yes. he is being courted by Marvel. Uh, Kevin Feige, of the the president of, I guess, Marvel Films, uh, had uh, released a statement yesterday that he pretty much talked to Keanu Reeves about all the projects. Like, anything that you could think of is probably being worked under right now. So this is cosmic horror, oh man, fantasy. You know, I mean, comic books are fantasy, I guess. So who did when when you heard this news? Because I read the same thing, and um, who did? Well, I'll tell you who I first thought of is like, oh, I guarantee they called him for Doctor Strange. Like you oh. know for a fact that Doctor Strange was like the call that they were like they really wanted him to be Doctor Strange. Um, but I guess that kind of brings up my next point is um, or question is who do you think he would be ideal for in in the MCU? So there's a couple of different ones here that I have in mind, but uh, my first one like this is what I feel it should be like. Um, uh, there's gonna be Moon Knight. Uh, oh, that would be awesome. I, I love Moon Knight. Yeah, so I was like, well, why don't we just give him something that's not like him, but still kind of like him? He's still going to be a, like a badass fighter, because we know Keanu Reeves does mm-hmm. a lot of his stunts. And a guy that has multiple personalities, I'm pretty sure he could play that at this point. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, okay. Yeah, I think mine are kind of like a little bit like crazy already at this point. Uh, the other one is Multiple Men, by, uh, so he's oh, an X-Men. Okay. okay. Uh, and then my last one, I just because I just I feel like this will never happen, but um, Silver Surfer. Oh, oh, interesting, yeah. interesting pick. Uh, you know, Silver Surfer is like uh, he's been totally um, underutilized um, in the MCU and all that stuff. Really, you yeah. know, Gal- Galactus and all that stuff is really fucking cool, and you don't get any of that stuff so far. So yeah, that's a that's a really cool pick. Well, for I the like longest. That a lot. <clears throat> well, sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, you're good. For... For the longest time, it was all under the Fox property. But now that, you know, Disney oh, owns all of Fantastic right. Four, we might see Galactus. We might see Sil- Silver Surfer. But, you know. You can see him be a Reed Richards. You can oh. See him. You can see that. Oh, my uh, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just give him the, the finest form of flattery? 
<laughs> Did you just jizz in your pants, sir? Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, but what would who would you think? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think you you you. I think you kind of nailed it. Um, I, I I'm not as well versed in the in the Marvel stuff as you are, but uh, yeah, I I think uh, I think or like Mobius or more is it Morbius? Morbius, the living vampire, or whatever. Um, Jared Little's playing him. Yeah, that's so he. That's for a fact. So I've heard that's a, like the like rumored, but have they? Are they making that movie? They're, yeah. they're shooting it. Oh, yeah, really? Shooting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm actually okay with that. That's that's cool. I I like Keanu Reeves in the dark stuff. You know what I mean? Like I want him to do another Constantine movie. I would be totally okay yes. with that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Any of that DC dark stuff is. I love that that whole side of the universe. Yeah, I, I, you know what I. Because he's already played a lot of like like big characters, anime inspired characters, very like superhero inspired uh, heroes. So you again, John oh yeah, Wade, Neo. Austin. I mean Neo. Neo yeah, Neo's. yeah. So why like I like it's kind of like cool that MC is like courting him, but I'm like maybe we just keep him on the if you could give him something that's in horror or something like that, I would prefer that, prefer that. But like DC st- or Marvel stuff is. Probably like the lesser known of horror. Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. So, um, like, yeah, the, the, I think that they're probably going to save him for something real. Like, if he does agree to do something, I think they're going to save him for something really big. Uh, like something that's going to kind of like you know, yeah, like he's kind like we were talking. He's our boy. He's kind of like the inter- internet's darling right now. So yeah, um, he he can pick and choose whatever he wants to do, and uh, you know, I can see him kind of slipping into that kind of fill that whatever phase eight or whatever MCU is right now <laughs> of like him feeling that kind of that the Robert Downey Jr. role um, kind of oh. in, in, in the MCU. I, I think so. I, I think that would be awesome. Um, and maybe they're kind of just they're taunting us or tantalizing us with this uh, this news right now. But I don't know. Well, I'm already I'm all for it either way and giving him either Fantastic Four, which would be a really, really cool. Or we go like Nova Core, like he should be Nova. I'm OK with okay. that, too. I just I think I want him to do space stuff. Put <laughs> Keanu in space. Elon. <laughs> Elon, put Keanu in space. Do it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for one thing that be like for you and me like that we're uh we're we're long time friends and we 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 were in another uh, horror podcast together uh we do talk a lot about horror here and we give a lot of the movies uh, a fair chance but um and we read comic books and i like i try to bring in comic books into our daily lives Absolutely. and uh there is one uh comic book that i'm just picking up based on um on covers because they call for us because uh, we are horror fanatics and the DC or it's called DC's event called deceased which is a very fucking play on words oh, I love that actually <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, is doing variant covers and homages to great horror films um, so the first one uh, the volume for the first chapter uh, it is it so it has Joker and I believe it's Jason Todd so it's Joker as, as it holding the red balloon, as Pennywise, as Pennywise, yeah. Oh wow, cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's not much really news, but I mean, if you're if you see these, these are the things that I feel like you should be picking up just because they're first of all they're beautiful, and who doesn't love a really good uh, poster or or movie art? I know I do. I know you you do too. Oh, yeah. um, the next one is actually for volume or chapter two. I don't know why I call them volumes, but chapter yeah, two yeah. 
it's a, a tribute to Nightmare on Elm Street. And uh, it has uh, Poison Ivy on the cover of it. And uh, Batman is playing the role of uh, Freddy. Cool. Yeah. And <laughs> like these things are like becoming like really, really like I still haven't really read like the stories and I, maybe I should, but I'm just picking them up based on variant covers that of movies that I really do just enjoy. Yeah, That's fun. That's what, ah, that's why comic books are supposed to be fun. You know, yeah. That, yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. I can't wait to take, I can't wait to look at them. I have, I really, I've, I only heard you talk about them. I mean, we've talked about this once a little bit before, but I can't wait to, to see them myself. Yeah. I, 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 I know you, you had a birthday this week. I, I did. I you did. did. Uh, so next time I see you, my friend, uh, I have a gift for you, actually. Oh, uh, yeah, it's based, based on the things that we just talked about right now. <laughs> oh. So, oh. so, yeah. Color me excited, senior. <laughs> <Yes, sir. laughs> and the last <laughs> bit of news, I hope you really enjoy this. Because um, we are, we we talk about like movies and TV shows, and uh, we let the comic books go for the comic book podcast and website because that's yeah. what it's based They're on. They're much better at it than we are. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're just casual uh, talkers here. Um, yes. So bring out your, you know, your velvet robe and your fancy chardonnay. Yes. And uh, we're gonna talk about Walking Dead number one ninety two. Mm, I can smell the tobacco smoke. <laughs> Ooh, that's, do you smell that? I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so big, big issue. Uh, big issue. Big issue. Um, they actually usually they save this kind of stuff for like two hundred, you know, one seventy-five, you know. Yeah. But this was one ninety-two. Kind of an interesting number to pick. Uh, what was the title of the issue? Do you remember? You, and you know what? I don't know what it was called. I, you, the funny thing is, like, I probably kinda... see you later. <laughs> C Y U. So uh the show I, I don't know when's the last time you saw it, but it's no, kind of like, watching it a while ago. Right. So same thing. And I kind of did the same thing with the book. And there's once in a while that you know something brings you back on. Um, like again, this is a huge spoiler for if you haven't read the yeah, books or you're there. or if you haven't read or if you haven't seen the show, I don't think it will affect the show. But if it does, well, Rick's yeah, right. So, I, I, to my knowledge, on the show, Rick is gone. I don't Rick, know how yes. gone, but he's gone. And, gone. <laughs> and now in the book, he's um, he's gone. He's also gone. He's gone to the next plane uh, because he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, correct, sir. <laughs> oh so rick grimes hero of 192 episodes or editions or issues of the walking dead through thick and thin he's dead he's dead and i for one am excited for that (laughs) so the thing is, is like in comic books you you know like you know the thing is like nobody stays dead forever and in this, like, you know, The Walking Dead, everything is permanent because it is more based on a real world, you know, zombies, whatever. whatever. But, <laughs> you know, like, because he got uh, he got attacked in the last the last issue. So he kind of like starts bleeding to death. And so in 192, he just bleeds out. And oh, yeah, is that how it goes down. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, so again, I think this came out just last week, so if you haven't read that, you know, maybe skip this for a couple of minutes. Um, but <laughs> well, actually, too late. <laughs> yeah, too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave you a spo- spoiler warning. Uh, yeah, um, no, you did. Um, I, I just, I don't know how I feel about it. Well, and like, I'm kind of like you. I, I've kind of just peeked back in onto the series. I, I, I quit reading it. I went through the, the, you know, like the two omnibus, you know, editions and, and I read a lot of it, and I I liked it for until it just it kind of just got you know a little boring, um, and so definitely this shakes things up. I you definitely you, you knew Rick wasn't gonna make it you know forever. Um, yeah, I, I feel like he was kind of it was kind of a shitty way to go, um, but you know that's kind of what Walking Dead's about is kind of not getting what you want, and exactly. and I think that's kind of how it's supposed to go. Um, yeah. so ah, interesting turn of events. Um, uh, we'll see what happens. Carl's still very much alive, I believe, in the comic book. So, yes, um, yes. well, we'll see, man. We we shall see, yeah. You know, like you don't get what you want, type of thing is kind of like what Game of Thrones was when we were, I guess, experiencing it when it was coming out. Do you think, uh, as we're, I guess, casual walk of Walking Dead fans here? Do you think when uh, reading, I guess, a comic book, but when it arrives to the show, do you think people, if this situation ever happens in the book, in the show, do you think people will complain about this death or will it just be like, well, you know, we saw it coming, you know, miles away? <sighs> I think people will probably complain about it because you've already taken him away in a way from the show. I think he gets like flown out on a helicopter or something weird. But <laughs> um, uh, so if you bring him back and then you kill him, um, especially like in bed while he's asleep, <laughs> basically. You got Phil Hartman. Oh, oh no. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Too soon. It still hurts, though. God damn yeah, it. it. I, should, I shouldn't have said it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. It kind of tastes like shit. But um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, man. I, I don't know. We'll see what the, what the show does. I, 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 I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I'm not. I'm not super interested in the show anymore either. So um, I don't know. I, I, do you watch Fear the Walking Dead at all? No. Or have you seen it? I've heard it's actually really good. I have a friend that actually works on the production team. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think it's, it gets filmed in Austin. I think because oh. that's where my friend lives, and so I know like um, another friend of mine. She had to sign. Uh, How many friends you got, Danny? How many? Uh, a lot. Uh, two, uh, two. One of that's involved in it, and one that came out. Like her picture came out in the show. Oh, cool. Uh, so she had to sign like a, a release form to have her picture come out. Essentially, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, this. I th- it's, I've heard good things, but I haven't seen it myself. Um, yeah. So, so I've I don't only know. Seen, it's on- like, I watched like one episode. I liked it, but it's yeah. I'm so bad with TV series, man. <laughs> the worst. Ah, same, same, same. But you know what? I'm really good on right now. What's um, watching Little Big Lies or Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Yes. Big Little Lies. You know, and Pat had a review on it uh, this last Sunday, where he said it was the weakest episode. You know, you should read the you, the listener, the reader, the viewer, uh, should go out and read that. But because I feel it was a pretty good episode itself. I know you're not seeing this. But uh, here are my two cents on this. Uh, it's it's still like a. This is an episode where it gives you the character building, um, if, uh, that you need, uh, especially like when you have a new character you or new. 
um, situations arising, you need to see how this character is going to take it. Um, we've only seen, uh, and again, I'm, I'm really trying to tiptoe around all of this, but uh, without spoiling a lot, because it's still been within a week or whatever right. of the show. Uh, so there, there, there's character moments that that you're trying, like you're trying to, the, the characters are trying to, like I guess, understand themselves, and like Nicole Kidman's character, as she is one of the one of the big victims in this uh, this whole show. Same thing with Zoe Kravitz, they're trying to deal with it, and in the middle of all of this is like Meryl Streep, who is this like, again, this, she's very passive aggressive in this whole thing, and. She's right now like stealing the show. Like I feel like Mary, Meryl Streep is very passive aggressive in real life, probably. Oh yeah, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> you know man. what I mean. She seems yeah. like an ice queen, man. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, you know, you, yes, you know, I haven't seen like I've only seen bits and pieces of Devil Wears the Devil Wears Prada, yeah, and something like that, but like notch back, like a Della, like Della, Della, just like one back. Okay. It's not, that bitchy but still kind of bitchy uh it's just really it's a really good she's just a really good actress and playing that kind of character it just it's just suits her and and it's it's just and i'm not saying it too much about the show because i feel like if i do say stuff there will be some sort of like spoiling it's just uh it's one of the shows i feel like it does give you the character progression that you need that will get like lead into the next couple of episodes um, I don't think it was a weak episode per se, but you know, it's still only episode two of the second season where I had no expectations on it because I was already like kind of like taken aback because we have a second season on a mini series. So, you know, right. So, yeah, I no, it, I, I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. You guys continue to talk, well, you know, highly of it. So, uh, I might give it a shot again. I'm just the worst with the series, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, the, uh, what is, you want to talk about Euphoria too? The uh, so what is that exactly? Okay, so I okay, so we ha- we're celebrating Pride Month uh, uh, on the website and on the podcast, and you know I thought this was gonna be one of those like coming of age stories, and man was I fucking slapped in the face <laughs> because really? it's it's still like it has some like a. Uh, it's essentially like a teenage show, like a teenage, like a YA show type of thing. Uh, Zendaya is the main actress uh, in this, and it's she is a recovering drug addict who's coming back home, and uh, essentially there is a mystery afoot. From what I'm understanding, I had to rewind it a couple of times because I think it lost me at one point. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cause it has like really pretty visuals. Like when she does drugs, it like kind of like it, it really goes, makes you want to do drugs. It makes me, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's like there is a there is a scene where she is walking on the on the hallway wall, and okay. so like she like it's just a really cool representation of like tripping. And uh, if you've done drugs out there, people, <laughs> this is a pretty cool like like visual effect. And uh, it, it does really, really cool. Remember in Get Out, where he, for the first time, when he falls into the sunken place, I think that's what it was called. Uh-huh. It's something like that. Okay. Um, and it, it it works. It works. I just wish it, I don't know. I felt it was a little bit convoluted. Um, 
how, how is this in relation to the to like Pride Month? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, because she falls in love with her her uh, this new girl that comes into town. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, and sorry. it's at, it's at at the end of the at the end of the episode. Spoiler alert, I guess. Oh, uh, oh spoiler. Uh, so it's a full season. There's a full season of this stuff coming. Yeah. Yeah, it's a full season. Okay. So first, the first episode came out last Sunday, uh, before or after. I don't know. You know, I stream everything on HBO, right. so I don't know when it came out. I just know it came out on Sunday. But okay. uh, uh, so it's kind of based on drug use and her her addiction stuff. Uh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. She's a great actress. I actually like her a lot. So um, I need. I might check that out. You I know, I. She's really really good. Like the. Yeah. The actresses that are in this, it's a really good performances from from them, um, from all of them, and uh, yeah, like you know, just you know, just be careful. It's not your, it's not like a Riverdale type of thing where it's like pretty bad. It's just like there's some cringe worthy like things that they say, but against because they're teenagers, yeah. and you know, I'm already like an old man and oh, waving yeah. my cane at them. You ever spend any time with a teenager? They're just they're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually, my. My cousin, she's a she just graduated, so she called me a loser the other day. I know they're bullets, <laughs> they're bullets for sure. <laughs> no, it's funny. Stuff. I have a niece and a nephew. One's nineteen, and, I, and uh, my niece is like fifteen now. Jeez, and um, they're actually like super awesome kids. And all their friends that I've met um, recently, um, they're for the most part, they're all really cool, um, interesting kids. That are their kids are so into so much stuff these days. You know, like. They, they're, it's the internet and everything is just made. They're into doing everything and they're all good at it. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're good at <laughs> art and they're good at playing the piano and they're good at playing the violin. It's like, geez. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> like, I'm not good at one thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. To be young again. <laughs> Kids. Kids, get That's off my shaking, lawn. Shaking my fist in the sky. <laughs> Uh, and the, la- the so you know, I went out of my way to like watch, you know, like something that's out there, like you know, we're proud and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And I I watched this trailer a couple of months back, and it's for a show called uh, Special um, from ne- it's from Netflix, and um, the show's the it's a eight episode season. Episodes okay. are about fifteen minutes long, so you could run this like in within like two hours um and this is about a gay man that comes out with or comes out of the closet from being uh, i don't know how to say the expression but he comes saying that he has a cerebral palsy oh like yeah yeah so like he's so ashamed of having a cerebral palsy Mm -hmm. that he you know that he lies about it and like you know for Oh, he the, lies about being gay because he has cerebral palsy. No, he lies about being having cerebral, cerebral palsy. palsy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, interesting. So, yeah, so it's a really cool take on like the whole like being like like you know coming out with your you know like coming out is a thing that you know everybody yeah. like t- uh, you know if, if it's you're a, it's a struggle a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a struggle, and this he's not happy with him being disabled. And, you know, there's time, like, and you could see it in his face, like, when he has to talk about it. So the premise is essentially that he's, he gets run over, like, in the first episode. What? And, yeah, so he already, he's already living with cerebral palsy. And he gets smashed. Gets smashed. He becomes an intern 
for this blog and the, <laughs> that's the a head- fate worse than death <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and so you know he recovers and he's like living fine and everything you know he's still disabled but he's he kind of lies about having cerebral palsy and he blames the accident for for him being the way that he is and you know it's like essentially an episode or a show about being yourself loving yourself for who you are and essentially for you know that's what we're celebrating like celebrate for you being you Mm -hmm. and uh the show has a really cool message about it i wish so this is an oxymoron. What was he doing when he when he got hit by a car? Was he like, were they was he driving or what happened? No, he was jaywalking. Jaywalking. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know. It's it's just it's a it's the weirdest fucking show ever. Like in a in a, it's like woke at the same time, but then like some of the jokes you're just like, oh my god, like they're pretty like ballsy. I'm not sure if you have ever seen Difficult People with uh, Billy Eisner. And I don't remember the girl's name, but uh, it's essentially like uh, Billy Eisner and her living in New York. And there's like quips every other sentence. And he kind of does this. Uh, his The guy's name is Ryan O'Connell. Um, and uh, he has quips, but it's not as quippy. It, some jokes land, some don't. Like the acting is like kind of like on and off once in a while. Uh, the mom yeah. is like the best character I really, really like. Uh, but, you know, for eight episodes, it, this is a really good show. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, again, if you don't have much to do, you could get this out in like two, oh, 15 minutes, eight episodes, maybe like within an hour, maybe. Really? So, yeah, it's really, it's quick. It's it's fun. Just go out there and enjoy it. Cool. Um, something I would definitely recommend. Awesome. And despite like the acting issues here and there. Um, and then the last thing I know you wanted to watch this movie. I did. Uh, and, um, again, this is uh, men in black international. And, um, oh man, this movie was a ride and I don't want to say like a, a bumpy ride. <laughs> yeah, it's a bumpy ride. It's a bumpy ride. It, it's okay. like a, it's a super slow start for, for like, for like the first 30 30 to 45 minutes it's like super slow um like when we find it like this takes place after uh, men in black three so it's a couple of years into wherever it ended um i'd never seen it wasn't men in, in black, black three like a prequel or was it not i don't know like he goes back into the past he goes, yeah yeah so i, I don't, I don't know. know so i don't know so either way tessa thompson chris hemsworth yes. like back have- together again back together oh man they have like the best fucking chemistry like when they finally get back together like back to, you know like when they get on screen for the first time in this movie you're like fuck yeah this is fucking great if they have really good chemistry um camille nanjani actually steals the show he's really really funny i didn't even know he was in it He's a little alien. He's adorable little alien. Oh, he's a little alien guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a, cool. Like, yeah, like uh, Liam Neeson is really funny. Like, I there's a lot of things that like this movie has that should work for it. Like, it, it should be like a great movie. It has a yeah. sense of humor. It has the action pieces. Um, it has a very like predictable plot line. 
so that like i was like oh like when you see it like you're like oh i see what like you know you're you're you finally figure out what's going to happen um and that's not very far into the movie either um and then there is a lot of cool callbacks to thor really yeah and uh, and uh the movie just came out so i uh, am yeah, spoiler i'm just gonna say this <laughs> That's gonna uh, eat your fucking ass. I when know. He gets back I, I know. Well, first of all, he has somebody on like ransom, so whatever. Uh, no. So there's a really cool fight scene that uh, does a callback to Thor, uh, and um, oh, man, it's such is really really fun movie, but I like fun fight scene, but I wish it just landed a little bit better. Uh, because it, it felt a little bit forced. Uh, I honestly, dude, I, the reviews have been really bad. Have they really? Yeah, like uh, I think uh, fuck, I forget the the outlet that I saw it on, but it was like two point one out of ten, like that oh, that kind man. of scourge. Yeah, so I still, I mean, it still sounds like fun. You know, it still sounds fun to me. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's not like I'm saying like they they had they did their best out there doing like it's a little flat. It's a little bit flat, yeah, yeah. It, it's better than an annihilation, which has like the same type of alien. Wait, and the, the you the, know like, that, that annihilation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like, God. like the, this is like a better version of that. <laughs> a Men in Black International is a better version of annihilation. Yes, put yes. that on the fucking box. Good yes. God, I yes. <laughs> Yeah, this was just. Uh, it was at the, at the end of it. I enjoyed it, but at, but for some reason, like at the back of my head, I'm like, you know what? I like this better than I like Annihilation. <laughs> and Tessa Thompson, like she's. A, hey, she's it, in both of them, isn't she? Yeah, exactly, oh. exactly. So I was like, you know, this is a, this is a, this is all right. I, you know, like this is worth the nine fifty that it was, you know, for standard movie ticket. Uh, what I would go, go watch the opening weekend? Would I recommend to go watch it this month? Not really. Solid wait till it's on Redbox type situation. Yeah, yeah, most okay. definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah. cool. What well, you, well, I actually actually watched some stuff this week, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm definitely the slacker on the podcast when it comes to watching stuff. You. You and uh, Nathan tend to really knock it out of the park. But um, my brother and a couple other people um, highly recommended uh, the series, which I, I know I just went on about how I, I really terrible at series. But this was nice and bite-sized. I could kind of digest it over the course of a couple of days. Uh, Chernobyl, that's on HBO. <sighs> and, and, uh, Jared Harris, uh, I mean, I, I got to say, um, it's a compelling story. I, I wanted to ask you, actually, what, what, what do you remember about growing up uh, and hearing about the Chernobyl disaster because we were, I mean, we were kids. I mean, little kids. Yeah. Uh, when it happened, but it was definitely, I definitely remember hearing about it, like on in National Geographic and seeing stuff at my grandparents' house. Uh, what do you remember about it? I remember, the, I think, just like the National Geographic. I remember a terrible movie, like a terrible like horror film about it. Um, <laughs> that was long ago. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like not much. Like I didn't like. I think it was. It wasn't really in my like circle of things. I, I, I think there was a lot of like a lot more crazier things that I think that were happening. Yeah, because like, I think that already happened when 
we were kids. right it, it had already kind of passed and i, I, I that's why i wanted to ask because i, I feel like my, the reason i i knew more about it is because my brother was you know he's eight years older than i am and uh -huh. he you know he remembers it really vividly and um and so he was you know and he i i remember him talking about it like a lot back then and he he knew all the statistics about or numbers about like oh it's you know it'll be radioactive for twenty thousand years and he yeah. knew all that stuff and so um, when he started talking about it again, it really piqued my interest, um, made me do, you know, go down the Google rabbit hole of looking stuff up about it. And uh, but anyway, getting back to the series, it really, really compelling, um, extremely well done. Um, Jared Harris is phenomenal in it. Um, actually, every, yeah, Jared Harris, uh, you'll, you'll recognize him. From a uh, is he from Mad Men? Honestly, I've, I didn't watch Mad Men. He's an so. Englishman, right? Yeah, he is. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, he's awesome. He He's... Uh, He's quickly becoming one of my favorite uh, actors um, in everything I see him in. But again, it's it's a true story in, in large part. You know, they embellish some stuff to to streamline the for the for the series. But right. um, it's got a lot of you know pretty pretty dark imagery and and just the truth of horrific radiation burns. These poor firemen that had to go deal with it. Um, you know, the fallout that led to the community in large part uh, having to leave the area forever. Yeah. Um, and just the the toll that it took, uh, physically, emotionally, uh, spiritually, on everybody who had to go be boots on the ground and be involved in it. And it's a horrifying story. Um, the facts around it are truly scary. And it, the fact that people go to Priapot and or, and Chernobyl and actually like go marching around out there to take pictures and stuff blows my mind. You couldn't get me near that place. Uh, <laughs> Especially after watching that, so uh, highly, highly recommend it. Um, it is on HBO, so if you if you have HBO, um, check that out. Uh, I, I kind of went off the, I kind of was all over the place with what I watched, though. So. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say about Chernobyl. Like yeah. that's a show that I really want to watch, but like I feel like I need to sit down. So, so here's a little bit of my, my secret here. Like yeah. I work and I have like I have something in the background, and if it's cap captivating, I'll watch it and you know I'll, I'll like make you know like make like make room in my schedule to sit down and actually watch it. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's like very few things that I, I really like sit down like cut time for it. And uh, Chernobyl, like I feel like I just need a sit down with the glass, like not even like get up, just have everything with me there. So I could just like take it all in. It's like, I feel like the show that demand, I feel like demands your attention. I Is that true? I completely agree with that uh, sentiment. And as a matter of fact, as soon as it was over, yeah. I started episode one again and, oh. and I ended up watching the entire first episode again. Um, Is that good? Yeah. I, well, and it's cause it's, it's, it's so, it's so, well done and it's it's this little package you know of how it starts you know how it kind of starts at the end you know and so oh. um it, it's it is dark man i mean it is dark but i, I completely agree 100 percent requires your all your attention and uh and it's i i would be shocked if you didn't like it uh to be honest with you i think it's one of the better <laughs> things on uh on hbo that i've seen in a while um that includes H, uh, you know game of thrones and all that stuff so right so anyway, I uh, I kind of was in it was kind of a downer to be honest. It was kind of a kind of a sad thing to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I kind of wanted a little bit of a palate cleanser. And so I watched. I think immediately after I, I watched that first episode again, I threw on Highlander. 
1986, yes. Highlander, uh, Christopher Lambert, Sean Connery, Clancy Brown. And uh, what do you remember about Highlander, Danny? Uh, two people, one survives, essentially, type of thing. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. You're close, you're close. Okay, yeah, dude, I don't remember. I remember enjoying it as a kid. I think this is another one of those movies that my dad made me watch. But <laughs> I <cool>. knew it! <laughs> dude i was waiting for it yes Yes. uh but i don't have too much like it's it is a thing that's always been in like in my pop culture circle but it's (laughs) not a thing that i've gone to visit over again because i well and there's a ton of it right there was a tv series or a couple tv series uh, a bunch of movies yeah um (laughs) and so let me give you uh Patrick's probably going to hate me for this because I'm actually going to talk about it. But I have to discuss what, how ridiculous this movie is. It is <laughs> the story of Immortals, which uh-huh. Christopher Lambert plays uh, Connor McLeod, and who is a Scotsman and who gets killed. Uh, it does, the movie doesn't start this way. It starts in New York with kind of like this weird sword fight in, a, okay. in an under, underground uh, parking yeah. garage. Yeah. <laughs> and a guy, gets his, a guy does a shitload of backflips. Uh, they break a bunch of water lines and Christopher Lambert cuts his head off with a katana and uh, a hurricane force wind shows up and every window explodes. That's a very common theme throughout the movie. Um, he, he absorbs the power. You're kind of going like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and so the rest of the movie is kind of like flashbacks between and modern day, like this, so this manhunt for the, like the New York decapitator or whatever that the news is spinning it. And so you get the, the tale of Sean Connery plays a Spaniard, believe it or not, named uh, Ramirez. And Ramirez pro- proclaims to be over 2,000 years old. And uh, he, he, he trains Connor McLeod in the ways of swordsmanship. And because apparently every one of these immortals has to sword fight to the death. Because, Danny, say it with one, me, one there can survive. be only one. Oh, can there only can be, one. be only one. And they say that shit a lot <laughs> in the movie. And uh, Clancy Brown, I have to say, Clancy Brown's stand-up performance, super creepy and awesome. And his voice is amazing through the entire thing. Um, and he's, it's, he's disgusting. Uh, he's a murdering rapist bastard. And uh, you want to see him dead. The fucking soundtrack is Queen. Uh, the, like, the entire soundtrack is done by Queen. Um, it is utterly ridiculous and one of the one of the things that uh i started one of the reasons i thought about it at all is because um back when uh the director for john wick 3 did uh, an ama on reddit uh-huh. um somebody asked him um what property would you like to do or get another shot at doing like a remake of and he said highlander and so <laughs> i thought fuck you know that guy i think he could actually handle that shit really well he's an action if you actually make the action you know really consistently good the movie would have been way cooler now like i said highlander went on to just do absolutely crazy things they immediately (laughs) ruined the story um but there was one line right so he's immortal he falls in love with this cop and i I, this one line i had to uh because you should fall in love with cops by the way right well especially (laughs) one that's trying to put pin decapitation murders on you Um, (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) but at one point she he tells her he's like i'm immortal and she's like you're not afraid to die. You're afraid to live. <laughs> no, it's so terrible. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And there's like visible wires as they're flying through the air and stuff. It's a horrible movie, but I, I would highly recommend it. Um, what else did I watch? Oh, my God. So uh, I talked about this a while back. Boar. 
Yes. Uh, it's a movie on Shudder. I think it's uh, like a Shudder original um, type thing. And this one, I guess it was made in 2017. That's what IMDb says. But it's the first I've seen of it. I think it's first uh, been released just now. Uh-huh. Um, and this is, this takes place in the Australian uh, Outback. And uh, it's got Bill, Bill Mosley is really the only name uh, that you'll know. Bill Mosley of... Uh, 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 Rob Zombie movie fame and oh, uh, that's right. You were yeah. yeah he, he's a uh, Devil's Rejects and uh, he plays Chop Top uh, in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre like, too. Yeah. And so anyway, and he plays like a really generic dad in this. So it's it's <laughs> it's nothing like he's nothing. It's not like some awesome character role for him. But he's good in it. Um, I would all the rest of them are all uh, appear to be Australian or New Zealand uh, cast. And so uh, it's really just about a giant. Like I'm talking giant, like the rhinoceros size wild boar pig evil pig and yes and it's like diseased and like looks disgusting and it's a fucking monster movie through and through um i fucking loved it man i thought it was awesome if you're in the mood for a and it's gory um Uh really nice gore effects um lots of practical effects definitely fuck yeah yeah definitely some some cg but um kind of some Fucked up stuff, man. And uh, some stuff I, you know, like you want to see the monster like fuck, fuck up people shit. up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. And so there's plenty of that in this. And um, yeah, man, I actually really liked it. Um, again, it's uh, the cast is uh, the small cast. Um, everybody in it's really good. There's this gigantic guy who's like Australian The Rock. He's like this huge man or like The Mountain. He's this giant man. And uh, he's really good in it. He's funny. It's got a lot of humor in it. Um, it actually made me laugh uh, a lot. Um, but yeah, practical effects. Uh, if you're a fan of practical effects, I highly recommend this uh, for sure. Cool. I gotta, I gotta check yeah. that out. I actually wrote that down. Uh, yeah, which you no, did definitely. remind me. Uh, Men in Black did have some really cool puppeteering still. Oh, cool. Which is, which is really cool. Like I didn't expect that from like you know a billion dollar movie or whatever this movie's yeah, worth. No kidding, right? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, well, and so you know, it's funny. I, I watched one other film, and uh, this one uh, was actually recommended to me um, by my friend Monica, um, uh, who she actually, man, she gave me a list of movies like you can't believe. So wow. I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure she will be influencing this show for uh, much time to come. Uh, but this is uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Have you heard of this? Yes. I okay. fucking love this movie. Okay, you saw it. Oh, yes. okay, yes. awesome. Yes, yes, yes awesome. Yes. So, uh, I guess real brief, uh, Sam Neill and yes. the kid from Deadpool Two, right? That's that's the only thing I recognized him from. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, how would you describe this movie, Danny? I mean, oh, it's, it's like a family. <laughs> how would you describe it? It's kind of hard to describe. It's a comedy. Uh, it's a comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy. It's a I want to say a dramedy kind of little, it's a dra- little bit. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, I'm gonna butcher his name. Uh, Tawi. I'm. You know what? The guy that directed uh, Thor Ragnarok directed this movie, and uh, so that's why like you see Sam Neill in Ragnarok, and this is how the I think the little kid got introduced into fame because of this movie. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's I don't know this. Let's see if I remember. Oh man! So plot point. He, I kind of put you on the spot. I'm sorry. It's it's he runs it's, away, right? He, well, right. He's like this kind of uh, like a juvenile delinquent. I guess is what you would kind of call him. Yeah. And uh, he kind of gets um, fostered out to uh, uh, Sam Neil and uh, his wife. 
um, who are kind of living out kind of near the near the the wilderness. Um, and uh, I guess it's the New Zealand, right? Um, and um, yeah, the it starts out with there's a lot of I mean it's got a lot of heart. It's got a lot of funny jokes. Um, but it kind of takes a sad twist where the the spoilers, I guess, the the mom uh, the character, the auntie, um, she dies. And so it kind of mm-hmm. leaves uh, Sam Neill and, and Ricky, is the boy's name, uh, uh, alone together. Um, and they're kind of at odds, you know. And so Ricky runs away. Yeah. And uh, Heck, who Sam Neill, goes to track him down. And it's kind of the follies there of, of them kind of starting this international manhunt for them or this <laughs> nat- national manhunt for them. While they're yeah. camping and kind of, kind of like living their best lives, to be honest with you, out in, out in the bush. And uh, I, I thought it had a lot of heart, man. What, what, what about you? Did, did I, I? I feel it's a super good like palate cleanser movie. I would say. Yes, I 110. I'm actually getting chills because I do remember enjoying it a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was really good. So, uh, so he's gonna uh, the director. He, I, I'll just butch, I can't even butcher his name. I don't want to because I had so much I respect to respect him. But like he he's in talks or he's actually gonna be directing Akira, and um, so like my whole thing is like, oh, that's gonna suck because you know he's really known for comedies. And then Pablo, who's been on the show before, mm-hmm. he's like, but you remember Hunt for the Wilder People? I was like, oh fuck, that's right. Because there's this movie has a lot of mixture of like the the drama, the seriousness, and the comedies, like almost like very meshed in together. It yeah. it's a very natural film, and um, yeah, it's got it's, good pacing. It really does. It, yeah, it, it, yeah. it really moves along, and uh, you're never bored, um, and you're always pretty entertained. I thought mm-hmm. Ricky that character, that actor, uh, shit, what's his fucking name? I had it right here. Uh, Julian Dennison. Uh, that guy, that kid is—he's actually—he's really funny. He's got really good timing. He does. And, yeah. Uh, uh, Sam Neill, come on. He's really come good. on. He's awesome. <sighs> he's awesome. It, it, you know, we don't see that much of him anymore. Like those are the oh. people. Like you know how we talked about like where have they been now? Like this is another actor that you know he comes in and out of things. And um, with this, like it's just a show of how good of an actor he is. And uh, or maybe it's just nostalgia because of you know Jurassic Park and The Omen, or yeah, Omen Part Four, I think. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it was. Oh whatever. shit! I mean, in the mouth of madness. I mean, yeah. Event Horizon. He's got some horror pedigree, man. He's he's awesome. I've always I've always been a big Sam Neill guy. Yeah, me too. And this is just one of those films that again that I'm very glad that you. Wa- you watched and i'm very thankful for monica for recommending this movie to you uh and if you know if the reader or listener hasn't seen this movie seriously just go go out there i think it's on hulu still maybe um Uh, i yeah you know it probably is i don't think i watched it on amazon i may have rented it (laughs) i should have looked on (laughs) uh when i saw it it was actually on hulu so and this was like two years ago maybe um, so if it's out, still out there, go watch it. It's a really, really good movie. Like, uh, I wish I had something more elegant to say, but no, seriously, like go do this, go see it, like finish hearing us and then go see the movie. Yeah. If you're a Teiko Watiti fan or, you know, there he's, you he's you. awesome. He's, he's awesome. What we do in the shadows. We've already talked about it a mm-hmm. lot. So thank you very much, Monica. Yes. Oh, and the, the cop lady that's in the, she is, she's uh, great. Oh she man. Is, she's hilarious. Yeah. She is also in Thor Ragnarok. 
Is she, she really? Yeah, she's a grand. I forget. She, she's a Jeff Goldblum's uh, right hand, right hand really? lady. Weirdo Jeff Goldblum in that movie. Is so <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh. uh, so we're still celebrating. Uh, that sounds rude. We're still celebrating. We're still celebrating. <laughs> we're celebrating. Uh, we continue our we celebration con- of yes of Pride Month here <laughs> at Adventures in Movies, and we have some of our favorite uh, Pride movies out here. Um, would you like to lead us off with this, Blake? Sure, man. Um, I I have only really we you know we're just kind of talking about like the movies that you know um, kind of just embrace the the fact that people are people. And uh, I picked a couple that kind of well, one plays up on you know how you know uh, homosexuality is, was a big point plot point in it, and the other movie it's it's almost not pl- a plot point at all, but it's a it's also you know kind of crucial to the characters. Um, and the first movie I want to talk about was um, As Good as It Gets, um, which you know uh, 1990, geez, what was it? 97? 90, wow. yeah, 97, yeah. Wow, it was... that makes me feel old, but. Um, <laughs> What uh, Helen Hunt, you know, and Helen Hunt's like prime. Yeah. Uh, Jack Nicholson, uh, Greg Kinnear, who just got totally robbed of an Oscar for this movie uh, yeah. for for his supporting role. Um, but uh, you know, it's kind of a uh, it's just a kind of a three piece, uh, four piece character tale mm-hmm. um, with these people that um, you know a, a theme that we keep talking. There's a lot of love um, between everybody involved, um, and it's just. Uh, it's just a really touching movie in a lot of ways. Um, it also touches upon some of the horrific stuff, you know. Um, you know, Greg Kinnear plays a, a, a homosexual artist who gets just absolutely brutalized yeah. in like a home invasion thing, and um, you know, it's that part's really icky. <laughs> but you know, it's a, it's again, it's a really important part of the story. Um, and again, uh, I, I love it. I, I think it's a, it's a, it's a great portrayal of, of humanity in a lot of ways and the ugly side and and the the good side yeah and uh, what are your thoughts on uh, as good as it gets man i think i saw this movie in spanish maybe like in four or five es- months ago in espanol, in espanol. Oh, yeah. yeah wow you know like this movie this is one of the, it's a childhood favorite it would i know with the, the fucking themes that it has right uh <laughs> but uh i remember I <laughs> like uh it, it's it's not nostalgic. It's just a movie that I, I really do enjoy. It's like a, like I think, I think I saw it after the nom- like Jack Nicholson wins uh, for the for the movie and everything. So I I know I saw it like maybe months after that. So like it's a movie that I do visit a lot, and it, it I think everything that you just said right now is pretty spot on. Like it is a movie that shows you the the not so great things about like a of a human character the human characteristics in this movie are pretty spot on and the emotions and that we all go through essentially like also there's like jack nicholson trying to be be a fucking rational person he's so good in it man he's so good in it uh it's really good film um and it does tug at the strings like totally a lot so yeah i mean it's a i really enjoyed it a lot uh, i still enjoyed it a lot and in spanish you know i wish i understand it in 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 spanish too but i like the emotions are not as sincere right. uh, so that's sometimes what you when you get a dubbed movie like well i was gonna say with the dubs 
yeah, it's kind of like it's you lose a, you lose a lot of that. Right. Um, so you know, it's man. I would love to hear who does Jack Nicholson's Spanish dub. Oh, I don't even know who it is. <laughs> I think like so we're we're in El Paso. So I think Greg Kinnear's voice. If you've seen Dragon Ball Z in Spanish, I think Greg Kinnear's voice is the guy that does Goku's voice in Spanish. But I could be wrong. No way. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> must not a, be a very big Spanish dub acting market. You know, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Like oh, I hear soaking it all up. Yeah, I hear I hear the guy that does the Goku's voice like play Adam Sandler, and. <laughs> And oh, then, he's probably better than Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's fucking funny. Well, anyway, we we can move on from uh, from fucking as good as it gets. But again, uh, you know, check it out if you haven't seen it. Definitely. But uh, I know you you did, you had a couple movies you want to talk about as well. So yeah, I have one, but you could continue about it because I mean, I've never seen this, and I actually want to hear. I think my parents own this film, and I've really never seen it, but. You're the only other person that I know knows about this movie. The, the make... Wonder Boys. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can get. Let's do it, bud. So, yeah. okay, Wonder Boys again. Uh, another. Man, this movie wasn't made too far away from as good as it gets. Two thousand. <laughs> so, w- Wonder Boys is uh, Curtis Hansen directs it. Um, I think it's based on a novel. Um, Michael Douglas, Tobey Maguire, Francis McDermott, uh, and um, Robert Downey Jr., Katie Holmes, Rip Torn. I mean, Rip check Torn? it out. Really. Yeah, uh, yeah. Writing, he's a he's, man. I can quote that movie. So, uh, the gist of Wonder Boys is Michael Douglas plays a English professor at like kind of a private, seems like a really private school, small private school in like upstate New York. Uh-huh. And uh, his character, he's this uh, he's this author who is now teaching. He's a college professor now, and he had this one gigantic, huge hit success novel that came out like in the late seventies and um, he's never written the follow-up since. And so he's kind of become like this, you don't want to call him a laughing stock, but um, uh, not respected near as much as he should be because mm-hmm. everyone, everyone kind of considers him like this one hit wonder who can never, who can never, never, uh, come, you know, release his follow-up. And so it's kind of a cool, um, I th- I love that I love that character like that setup of like a guy who's just like you know who loves writing and loves teaching it and the the whole linchpin of this thing is he actually started writing the novel pretty quickly after he had written the first one mm-hmm. and he's he's just never stopped writing it so oh. so he has like you know like thousands of thousands of pages of manuscript for his follow up and and as a as a writer as, well, I don't want to really call myself a writer, but as a person who who you know went to school for that sort of stuff and has has definitely tried my own hand at it, um, and if you've ever had any experience with literature or anything, I think you're gonna love this movie because um, it kind of speaks to writers um, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, and it's kind of like this tale of like man, you know, uh, finishing something, you know, like yeah, it's a, a lot of people can come up with that, with great story ideas, and um, not a lot of people can finish them. Yeah. And so that's kind of the theme. Uh, and you're probably wondering, like, why is this part of Pride Month? Um, well, it's because, and I think one of the be- beautiful parts about this movie is uh, uh, his writing agent is played by Robert Downey Jr., who's kind of like this, shows up, and he's kind of like this drug-using <laughs> alcohol guy. Nice. Uh, 
Yeah, super a super fun, likable character. And Tobey Maguire is this writer in um, in Michael Douglas's class. And there's I, I, there's this this crazy night of events that spins sends these two characters, Michael Douglas and Tobey Maguire, kind of together down this incredible spiral of bad luck, um, bad things in general, uh-huh. uh, and. You know, it's a, it's real. There's a, again, I keep bringing up hearts. There's a lot of heart in it. <laughs> um, but Toby Maguire and, um, and, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. are, are, are homosexual guys. And it's really not, it's not a thing, really. It's, it's shown that they, they, they like each other and they, uh-huh. they, you know, they, they stay together a night in a room together, but it's never a thing, uh, in the movie as like, oh, you know, it, it, it that's one of the things I loved about it. Is yeah. it, it's just it's just an honest portrayal of two people um, who meet and and get along and have a great time together on top of like all this fucking crazy shit that's, yeah. that's revolving around this story and uh, highly recommend it. It's literally one of my favorite movies of all time, and uh, I really can't recommend it enough. And I mean the 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 fucking actors in it, man. It's just really really good. Oh, who's the who's the red haired guy from El Paso? Uh, fucking the cat, the pirate guy from fucking oh, Alan Tudyk. <laughs> Alan Tudyk, or yeah, that fucking guy's in it too. And, no way. Uh, he's he's got a little bit part in it, but yeah, he's good in it. Um, there's even a cameo from Rob Rob McElhenney from uh, uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, sitting in the in the crowd at really? one point in time as an extra. So yeah, there's <laughs> there's a lot of reasons to like uh, to to like Wonder Boys. On top of it's just like it's a it's got a lot of heart. Um, yeah. I think it's an honest portrayal of of just people, <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah. it's a cool story. And I don't really want to give anything away. Um, no, you're, no, you're fine. Like, I see this is the uh, and I I told you this story off mic, but uh, the the thing is like the only other reason I know about this movie is because my when Hollywood Video went out of uh, out of out of business. Um, my dad used to work next to this ironworks place and they bought a bunch of like their stock and they bought a bunch of movies and my dad was just like getting movies for a dollar i guess or oh, yeah. yeah so he just he pretty much got everything that he could like carry and then some and wonder boys is one of them and he talked about it like just like how you talked about it he's like in spanish like well i don't want to tell you anymore because then i'm gonna ruin the movie and this is a man that usually ruins movies for fun. Not not like because he means to, but like as he oh, it reminds it me of somebody. He, oh, I know, huh? So weird. Like, I guess the chip off the old block. Yeah, yeah. The apple doesn't fall so far from the tree. Uh, but like, this is the thing that he was like, you know what? No, this is a movie that you should watch. And you know, like as I mentioned, like I've never heard of this film. Like uh, it being explained, like yeah. As, yeah, you're the only other person besides. I guess my father. Are you my father, Blake? <laughs> Denston. <laughs> That's actually not the line from Star Wars. I don't think. That's actually just like a mis misquote, right? Yeah. He never. He never does say Luke. I am your father. He, yeah. He just says no. I'm your father, right? Yeah. I am your father. I am your father. <laughs> I am your father. <laughs> Luke. I am your father. <laughs> I am your father. <laughs> Uh, and well, <laughs> I I have one film um, that I could really just recall, like enjoying a lot, and I still think about it, and I think about it not a lot, like, but when it comes to like, you know, like 
complete badasses. Uh, I do think of like Magnificent Seven to Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. And um, essentially in to Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. These queens, these drag queens Mm -hmm. come to a small town and essentially change their lives. (laughs) Yeah. And there's like criminals as well. And they stand up to them. This is again, a movie that does have a lot of heart and, shows and this is like i know i talked about like rocky horror before but this was the first time that i really saw drag queens i think and, for me too yeah yeah and, other than frankfurter yeah you can't, yeah you yeah can't really count frankfurter you just really yeah yeah and this was also the first time that i think i could introduce to rupaul you know who is one of the you know i guess move like movers and shakers of the uh oh yeah you know he is a face for for decades yeah Yeah. and uh it's just a really fun movie i mean i'm not saying it's the greatest movie out there but i mean that's a really good way to describe it yeah yeah. um it has patrick swayze uh uh, wesley snipes a very palatable yeah yeah like and this is coming him off of like like the past (laughs) (laughs) i was wondering if you were gonna bring and and I might be wrong, but I think before this he did Con Air, where he also played uh, a queer man, and he's just oh, very yeah, that's right. He also plays a very good flamboyant man, and you know, like here he's you know he's he's the young you know the young the young spring chicken. He's a spring chicken. He yeah. like well like Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes are more of the seasoned or veteran drags and so he's also learning how to be himself in this whole situation of and let's be real real pretty as a woman (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 uh it's a it's just a really fun movie and this is one of those like that i it gets talked enough about like in different circuits but i don't think it, it gets like talked about like as a couple of badasses like, yeah. you know, we, we always talk about, like, women that are badass or, like, fucking, you know, every other fucking movie has a man, you know, being a badass. But you never sh- you never have the the loud and proud, the queens, like, kicking ass. And these and these ladies do fucking kick ass. Oh, yeah. um, and this is th- that's why it's one of my favorite films, because you don't get to see that uh, as often or you still don't get to see that actually at all. I was going to say, I don't think uh, unless, you know. That's a section of the video store I haven't seen. You know, you really don't. You really yeah. don't see it. You don't. You don't man. see that. Yeah, and uh, it, it, I think it's the time that, you know, Hollywood is getting more woke as we're going through, but we still don't have badasses like this. We yeah. don't. Like, and it, it's. I think it should be a time for change. But absolutely, you know. we're, we're. I'm pulling for uh, like a Batwoman. You know, that, that's yeah. such a big part of that character, and. and you know, I know those are kind of schlocky, shitty shows and stuff. They kind of have that reputation, but uh, man, I again, like just exactly like you said, uh, you know, let's get let's get more woke. Let's have more characters out and and getting people more you know familiar, kids more familiar with with uh, you know people that that live their life maybe a little bit differently than you. You know, yeah. there's nothing nothing wrong with that shit, and we need this. We need to all be uh, yeah, simpatico. Yes, yes, um, and this is going to be a terrible segue. For being simpatico. <laughs> <laughs> As I mentioned, I'm going to try to call out every fucking section. And uh, we're actually wrapping up. So, 
not awkward at all. We uh, did it, Danny. We fucking yes, made it to the we, end of this marathon, man. We did it. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. So I'm going to do this really quick now. <laughs> so every Saturday you can find us here, the podcast. And uh, the rest of the week you could go to adventuresandportaste.com where you can find all our podcasts, where you can catch up on with our reviews and leave your thoughts. Absolutely. And uh, don't forget to follow Adventures of Movies over at AIPT on Twitter. Uh, AIPT Movies, excuse me. Uh, and then you can follow Nathan uh, over on his Instagram at Nathan Portaste. You can find his reviews, lots of website stuff, uh, podcast links, all that great stuff. Um, you can find Danny over at, at Default uh, Player on Instagram and Twitter where his art is. Check it out. It's really fucking good. Um, and then there is me, Blake, who is on Twitter as well at Four Eyed Horror. And uh, if you want to talk about beer or movies or, you know, anything, pretzels, uh, <laughs> let's let's talk. And uh, again, we always like to say, keep your eyes peeled on the feed. Um, always good stuff coming down the line. Yes, that's very, very true. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you can find your your podcast. I know Apple Podcasts is going to be changing, but oh, you could still... Yeah. Yeah. But you could also leave a review. It that doesn't change. You know what I did, Blake? You know what I did today? Yeah. I actually listened. Well, I listened to my favorite podcast, uh, which uh, Oh, Adventures in Movies. Yeah. <laughs> and I left. Uh, I left a rating. Did and, you? Yes. Five star, probably. Yes, I did. And it, it it actually helps us out because we could get onto the charts and more people could maybe find us. But you know what? Also, also is a good thing. Word of mouth. Tell your friends, your neighbors. Make a paper airplane. Throw it in the neighborhood. Maybe somebody will find it. Yeah, do take a rent a plane and drop a bunch of leaflets. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a fucking (laughs) awesome idea. So do that. It'll be great. Um, But until then, uh, I guess that's our cue, and we'll talk to you next.